Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Well Cordell. I am so grateful that you're giving me your time and your time is something I value. So we're going to jump right into today's episode topic. This is a podcast that encourages all its listeners to consider getting well. And in the last episode, I said that the podcast would be me sharing my experience surrounding the episode topic and how I wanted to make this podcast approachable. So for the first air quote real episode, I chose a topic that one, I still struggle with to some degree, and two, I believe is a common struggle with people in my age group. We're going to be talking about doom scrolling today. And when I say doom scrolling, I am referring to doom scrolling on social media. I'm going to explain it as best I can to everyone who may not know what that means. So for someone like me, it's a bad habit to wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. I'm just kidding. But to wake up in the morning and open TikTok or some other social media app. And the thing about doing that is I'm not even thinking about what I'm going on there for. I just open the app to mindlessly scroll. It could be my For You page, could be Instagram Reels, whatever. And sometimes a video will pop up that brings down my mood. But at the same time, my recommended page is catered towards the things I like. And I'm personally guilty of needing to be in the know when it comes to internet culture. So most often, whenever I start my day with TikTok, I'm tempted to keep scrolling and scrolling and suddenly an hour has gone by and I haven't gotten out of bed. So I'm doing a couple things here. I'm beating myself up about all the time I wasted having not even started the day. And number two, I didn't really learn anything. And this will cause my mind to enter a kind of funk and it will put me in a bad mood. And that's a good example of doom scrolling and what happens as a result. It's when you scroll on social media for a long time and that negatively affects your mental health. So now with that being said, I'm now going to share how I've personally come to struggle with doom scrolling. I was writing the script for this episode and I started to say that it started when I got my first phone with service when I was around 12, 13. But... The truth be told, guys, I was addicted to the internet from early, early childhood. We're talking my great-grandma's uh, Windows 98 computer, bro. <laughs> I was really obsessed with Minecraft videos and top 10 videos on YouTube, and I would go on the computer and just watch those for hours. So YouTube was definitely the first platform that I can say I was addicted to. And then, as I said, I got my first phone with service, and then a thought hit me. I said, hmm... You know what I really want? You know it would be really fun? I want to get a Facebook account. But the thing holding me back is that I can't sign up for that until I turn 13. So let's lie about our age. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm over-dramatizing it because it felt that dramatic to me at the time. Because it was something that just seemed so forbidden. 12-year-old me for whatever reason, thought he was going to get his absolute shit rocked because he joined Facebook a few months earlier than he was supposed to. So, doom scrolling is a newer phrase. Like, I've been hearing it more and more from 2020, 2021 on. So, I don't know if I can look at the way I was addicted to Facebook and YouTube and call it doom scrolling. Because number one, I knew what I wanted to watch whenever I would open YouTube, even though it was showing me how to build a mansion in Minecraft or Smosh. But number two, it also wasn't making me sad or angry or putting me in a mood. I would always go on YouTube back in the day for enjoyment. Like I was a little kid. I was a little flaming ball of energy. But I can say with confidence that 
I was addicted to both of those platforms when I was 13. And what happened is I developed a daily habit of taking in an unhealthy amount of social media when I was very young. So the fact that I came to struggle more severely later on makes sense. And on that note, I actually want to fast forward to 2020 because that was the year that doom scrolling impacted my mental health worse than it ever has and ever will again. I'm sure you all remember or have tried to forget, but we were all scared of catching a certain disease that uh, shall not be named simply by going out in public. Now, I was a sophomore in high school at the time, and personally, I was already the type of kid that would get home from school and either hop on Xbox, watch YouTube, or get on social media. So I wasn't involved in anything after school. And to add to that, with the pandemic hitting and the way that we were discouraged from going out in public, it was the perfect recipe for my social media addiction to spike. In the early days of the pandemic, they shut down school and we were barely Zooming. So I no longer had to wake up early for school and my sleep schedule had already gone to shit. On top of that, I got hooked on a little app called TikTok. So soon enough, my typical day involved waking up, getting on TikTok, and scrolling all day. I'm not exaggerating. Because I was already fairly introverted and the pandemic made life feel more isolating. But even with that, looking back, I'm angry that I allowed myself to reach such insane levels of social media addiction. Because this habit I began of spending hours at a time online when I was very young was building towards how badly I was addicted in 2020 and becoming much worse. And one of the things I've learned that's detrimental about doom scrolling is that most of what you get out of doing it is not going to benefit you in daily life. And my proof that what I consume during doom scrolling most of the time isn't of substance is that I've forgotten most of what I watched during my TikTok addiction that lasted for most of 2020. Like a lot of the content that pops up when you doom scroll for a long time is just brain numbing. You're really holding out for bits of interesting content that pop up every so often. And it gives you a hit of dopamine. So those factors are what keep you hooked. And I need to also mention that what sets this apart as doom scrolling compared to the way I was addicted to YouTube as a young kid is that I stopped going on social media with intention. I was simply opening TikTok in the morning with a willingness to consume whatever the algorithm decided to feed me that day. And that's what makes me so terrified now concerning my attention span and my creativity because I've noticed recently that those are both things that I'm having to specifically work on. And to this day, I don't know how to gauge how badly those things were impacted by my lack of self-control over the quality of the content I was consuming and the way I spent all day doom scrolling, man. A couple of examples of the things I would watch during the time I had a really hard time with doom scrolling in 2020 is one, those AI, right? They would narrate Reddit stories with subway surfers playing in the background. Or there was that one dance trend with a song that was like, didn't even notice, no punches left to roll with. The bottom line is that all throughout the day, I was just filling my brain with garbage. I was quite literally aboard the toxic gossip train like Colleen Ballinger sings in her shitty apology. And to add on top of that, another thing that made my mood worse was the way I would keep up with the status of the pandemic. I did that to a T because I was desperate to know when we would be seeing normal life again. But looking back now, I have the hindsight to see how much of a downer it was to be knowing the statistics of how many cases and deaths there were constantly 
and then supplementing that with doom scrolling TikTok with most of my free time. I was most definitely in a vicious cycle and thankfully it gradually broke because throughout 2021 life became a little more normal and the realization set in off the cusp of that of how badly I was hurting myself with the ridiculous amount of time I was spending on social media. To give you one example of that, I had developed crippling social anxiety. And there were a couple of contributors to that apart from me doom scrolling, but I will say that I could have adapted much better to life returning to normal had I not grown so used to spending most of the day for months on end with my face buried in my phone. And here's what I'm going to say in order to bridge to where I am today. Remembering how miserably addicted I was to social media drives me to never become that addicted again. And I'm so thankful and pleased to say that I'm now in a much better place. And I'm about to share what I do to keep myself in check with doom scrolling. Most recently, what I've been doing is implementing app limits on the apps that I'm tempted with the most, which right now are TikTok and Instagram. About a month ago now, I set a 20 minute daily limit on each of those. And I've talked to people about it and I've heard them say, but that's hardly any time. And I'm just over here like, yeah, I know I had a problem. <laughs> Bro, this actually reminds me of John Mulaney and one of his early comedy sketches where he goes, I actually just quit drinking a couple months ago. And one of the audience members goes, boo. And John Mulaney goes, oh, I'm not exactly slap happy about it myself. <laughs> but I'm seriously so proud of myself that I've been able to reach this point, especially given how low I stooped back in 2020. And I feel like it's also important to say that I'm not trying to completely get rid of social media. Because number one, that's a very difficult undertaking in today's society. Like people have brands and small businesses that they need to promote on social media. It's just the easiest and most relevant way for you to put yourself out there in lots of different capacities in the year 2023. So by swearing off social media, you're doing away with the best avenue out there to share your business or your craft and to put yourself out there. And number two is that social media is genuinely an interesting and captivating place. I wouldn't have struggled with doom scrolling as badly as I did if social media wasn't a fun place where you're able to do so many awesome things. Like meet people that might become your best friends or share and find content that you wouldn't find anywhere else. And with that being said, you can have too much of a good thing, which is what I struggled with. I saw the potential in social media and I failed to exercise any kind of self-control for the longest time. But now I'm in a place where I do have that self-control. And I'm seeing a lot of benefits and I'm going to share what those are. For one, I've woken up to ideas of new hobbies I can pursue with the time that I once spent doom scrolling. Because now that I've been able to stop before I go down a spiral and exercise a little more self-control, I have more time freed up. And I'm not just using that time to sit on my ass, right? I'm using that time to pursue healthier things. Another benefit is I'm now more driven with everything I pursue in general, and I'm feeling more inspired and creative. Earlier in the podcast, I talked about how I was worried that my creativity might be numbed. And I must say that right now, I definitely feel engaged in a sort of healing process for the creative portion of my brain. And there's huge proof of that because this podcast was a creative decision. And unlike feelings I had before with pursuing passion projects such as lack of faith or the old version of me that would make excuses like I don't have the time or the energy, 2020 me might have gone down that road. But no, I feel passionate about this podcast's future and where it's going to go, so much so that I'm looking forward to recording more episodes. And it's something that takes work, but this is the kind of work that gives me fuel. 
I'm not feeling so bogged down like, oh, I have to go record this podcast. And this is something that I definitely wouldn't have been able to say in the period of my life where I was helplessly addicted to social media because my brain was overstimulated to the point where I was bogged down by the idea of doing anything other than scroll on my phone. And going back to app limits, there's still potential for me to slip back into old habits and I find myself doing it sometimes. Because those of you who have also placed app limits on yourself on iPhone, you know that it tells you when you've reached your limit and then it will give you options. There will be a drop down menu under where it says you've reached your limit today and you can say, remind me again in 15 minutes or ignore limit for today. And after a couple of extra taps, you're able to bypass the screen that says you've reached your limit. So all it truly is, is an extra wall for you to be able to pause and consider, do I really want to spend time on this app right now? And that's when I learned that I do have to implement some self-control on my own terms. I know, crazy, right? Dude, I'm sitting down to edit this podcast and I just had this thought. There's a figure of speech where being at your limit means you're angry. Whenever the app screen pops up saying you've reached your time limit, it's just like the app saying, I am at my fucking limit. I am at my fucking limit. (laughs) I don't even know where that's from, but I'm dying over it right now. Anyways, back to the episode. But I want to wrap this episode up by sharing a success story that I had recently. So me and my best friend went on vacation and I wanted to gain some fulfillment out of it, meaning I wanted to spend a good amount of quality time with him and the other people I was on vacation with. But what I wanted to specifically focus on was resisting the urge to lose myself in my phone like I've done on other trips. So what I did is I simply told myself, if I open TikTok or Instagram, I'm only going to let myself scroll for five minutes at a time. Because I figured it's one thing to go on social media with actual intention, and the five minutes only gave me enough time to find and watch what I actually went on there for. This way, I could actually take in what I was watching, because five minutes is not nearly enough time to start dissociating while mindlessly scrolling through content. And something I had to do in order to make this stick was find things to replace the time I spent doom scrolling with. Because the time I would have spent doom scrolling was now freed up, and as I said earlier, I'm not just going to use that time to sit on my ass. So my brain was challenged to come up with things to do other than scroll, and let me tell you, I think that's so healthy. Because it stimulated my brain in various different ways that doom scrolling can't. For example, I was feeling insecure about my progress with playing guitar. So I've owned a Taylor acoustic guitar since I was in 8th grade, and this year I'm turning 20. I took guitar lessons for about three months, and that went about as far as learning basic chords, getting into bar chords, and you can get far as a guitarist just sticking to basic chords because you can use what's called a capo and put it on the neck of the guitar in order to access different keys using the same chord formations. And that's what I stuck to personally for years. I hadn't learned too many riffs or anything of that sort, so I felt like I should be farther along with learning the instrument. So I used the task of learning an advanced way to play the song Everlong by the Foo Fighters to help replace scrolling. So that's one thing I replaced Doom Scrolling with. Then I made a reading list, okay? I brought some books from home with me, and I picked a couple up on the trip, and then I challenged myself to actually finish them. And I did. I understand that this won't work in the same way for other people. I'm just using this opportunity to share something that stuck for me and how I benefited. And first understanding that I did struggle with Doom Scrolling and dropping my pride to actually come to that understanding allowed me to take steps to ensure that it wouldn't happen. 
And I accomplished that personally by setting app limits and making a list of things I can do to fill the time that was once taken up by doom scrolling. And guys, I totally shocked myself, one, with how much better I felt physically and mentally. Because with cutting out doom scrolling, my brain felt so much less foggy and more focused, and I was overall in a better mood. And number two, realizing how much time I truly had on my hands to focus on healthier activities like reading and learning an instrument. And once I had my foot in the door with pursuing those activities, whether it be getting more skillful on guitar or finishing a book, what happened is that I felt inspired to keep pursuing those things. Thoughts that I didn't have before, like I want to read more from this author or with playing guitar, hey, there are cool riffs that I can learn that actually require less skill than this one that I just did. So let me go learn them. And it opened up more doors for me with my hobbies. And that's something I don't think I could say if my brain was still overstimulated by doom scrolling. Side note, if you're interested in what I was reading, I was plowing my way through the book The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk, MD. I'm really into psychology. I'm about to start studying it in the fall. And I really wanted to understand how trauma manifests in the body and what we can do to heal. So I picked that book up and I recommend it. Now back to the episode. Obviously being back from my trip, some old habits have crept back up and I'm having to recommit to self-control with the time I spend on social media. But as I said earlier, I'm relieved because I will never reach my old levels of social media addiction. Because if I'm being real, understanding how badly I suffered back in 2020 when I was helplessly addicted to social media, I just won't allow myself to go there again. My growth in this department is something that I can't ignore and something that I will always strive to maintain. My increased inspiration and drive and creativity is something that I will take any day over mindlessly scrolling. So I think that's how we're going to wrap up this episode. I hope that this was relatable to you and that it helped you in some way. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave me a five-star rating and I will see you in next week's episode of Well Cordell.